I don't read uh, two passages. One in Matthew 18, and then one in Revelations 20. Matthew 18 and 11. It's, uh, for the Son of Man is to come to save which was lost. Now read that with me. For the Son of Man is come to save that which is lost. And remember two, those two words, save and lost. Revelation chapter 20, verse number 11. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead as small and great before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which was in it, and dead, death and hell delivered up the dead which was in them. And they were judged every man according to thy works. And death and hell was cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Let us pray. Father, we come before you tonight, Lord. Our hearts are burdened, Lord, with this world that we're living in. And Father, we look around, we see those that are just living the way they want to live. They don't care about you. They don't serve you, Father. We just pray, Lord, right now that the Holy Spirit moves throughout this world, Lord, to speak to hearts one more time before it's eternally too late. Father, we'll give you the praise. We'll give you the honor in all things. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I get an alert uh, every time a uh, major event that's happened in the country or this world on the anniversary and when I get the alert I read about that part of the history that happened to that things that all kinds of different things that's happened I got this alert on this one and I read it and I got involved and got really deep into it and I got a thing it's uh, in Southampton England there's a two-story building uh, called the Canute building and it's about two to three blocks from a port where they uh, build ships and they uh, christen ships and they set ships to sail and they go down the channel and they go out in the ocean uh, to carry people to and from all over the world uh, uh, to the United States and they, they bring them back and forth. Over 108 years ago, people gathered outside of the Canute building, chambers, Canute Chambers building to buy tickets. Uh, they wanted to uh, buy tickets on this ship. Uh, tickets went from, to, the, to the lowest, to the bottom deck. In those days, was to compare to today, is $40. To the upper crust, to the highest ones, to the state rooms, there were about $4,000. People sought the tickets for this because this ship was a special ship. This ship has been deemed the ship of the floating palace. 
this ship was also deemed a ship that God could not sink. It's the RMS Titanic. People bought their tickets, and it did. You know, the people would uh, uh, buy their tickets, and they get on. They 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 were in awe about what they saw of the Titanic, the ships, and how big it was, and all the things they could do on this ship. They were uh, people were just all. Oh, there was uh, uh, there was people that knew the president on the ship. There was people that knew royalty that was on that ship, and then there was also there was people on the ship that uh, that had no money. They saved what little bit they could have just just to take a trip to say they rode on this ship. And you know the story. Five days later, after that ship was set sail, it sank. It sank. On April 15, 1912, 2,200 passengers set that sail on that ship. 1,300 passengers, 900 workers. Of the 2,200 passengers, 1,500 died in the water that night, just after midnight. Over 700 were saved. It was taken to New York, and news started to reach back to the canoe chambers of what had happened to the Titanic. People of the family members and loved ones had gathered early in the morning outside the building and wanted to know what was going on, what had happened to their loved ones, to the friends, those they cared about. I found this to be very interesting. The white line, white star line was the people who built the ship, and that's where the office was, is the Canute Chambers building. And every morning they would go out in the morning and people would gather in front of this building and on the sidewalks. And every morning they would go out and they'd post on the side of the building these two words. Those to be known saved and those to be known lost. Saved, lost. Saved, Lost. People would gather around and see if their names of their loved one was on the saved list and to see if their loved ones or name were on the lost list. See, when he was buying tickets, it mattered what your standard was. It mattered your position. It mattered who you were. But on this day, it doesn't matter who you are. You could have been rich, poor. It doesn't matter. You could have known the president. You could have known the queen. It doesn't matter on this day. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how poor you are. It doesn't matter how much elite crowd you ran with. On this day, it is either lost or saved. They posted daily of those that were lost and those that were saved. On that day, it didn't matter whether you was rich or poor, white or black, upper crust, bottom crust. It didn't matter. You bought a ticket for $4,000 or $40. It did not matter because you was in two categories, lost or saved.
Here in chapter 20, when time shall be no more and heaven rolls back and reveals the great white throne of God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, sitting on His throne, and there are the books that were open before Him. This great judge of the universe, it will not be broken down into rich, poor, white, black, Baptist, Catholic. It will not break down in the Muslim. It will not break down in religion or not religion. In this day, this moment is going to be broken down to lost or saved. It doesn't matter. To get on the saved list, you must be washed by the blood. And let me just say, you're sitting here tonight. Do you know beyond a shadow of doubt that you have been washed by the blood? Have you been saved? Have you been redeemed? Uh, those that have been washed in the blood, they're on the list of the saved. They put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. What list are you on tonight? Which side are you on, lost or saved? It was interesting. I was reading all this on this ship, and I, it just, I got intrigued with a lot of things. And I found out in reading it and looking at it that those people did not have to die. It was avoidable for them to die. The right precautions could have been taken, but nobody had to die. Nobody has to go to hell tonight. It is completely avoidable. There are three things about this story of the Titanic that I want to show you, and then we'll go home there's three things that I think that you and I need to look at and look at this world that we're living in and see those that are around us, those that we love. And it said they gathered in front of the building daily to see if their loved ones was on the list of lost, if their loved ones were on the list of saved, if it were friends were on the list of the lost, or if their friends were on the list of the saved. They gathered every morning to check and find out what has happened to their friends and family. And let me just say this. You're sitting here right now. You can look Look at your friends and family. You know where they're heading. You know what they're doing. You know what list they're on tonight. And it's completely avoidable. They do not have to go to hell. They don't. Three things I want you to take a look at this. And we'll see then we'll go home. First thing, they were prideful about their direction. They hailed this ship as the ship that God could not even sink. No one knows who said that. I couldn't find it be pinpointed to no one person. Some attributed it to being the captain of the ship. Some attributed it to being some of the uh, uh, bell, uh, boys, uh, cabin boys of the ship. Some even said it was some of the passengers had said, this ship could not be sunk by God. This ship was the pride of the RMS. The best of the best. 
It had all the luxuries that you can figure on having on a ship. Can you imagine the passengers walking up the gangplank and getting on this ship and looking at it all in its awe and all its in beauty? They're thinking, hey, uh, we've got it made. Uh, we're going to have some fun. Uh, we're going to just sit around and have a good time. Into their trip, there were other ships ahead of the Titanic. They sent messages back to the Titanic. Be careful. There's icebergs in the water ahead of you. Slow down. There's ice in the water. The captain is wanting to set a record across in the Atlantic. He wanted to show everybody how fast this ship was. He wanted to be in the record books for crossing at the fastest time. He did not pay any heed to the warnings that were given. He didn't listen to those that sent back a radio message after radio message. There's ice in the water. Be careful. Slow down. He didn't pay to that. Let me just say this. There are people that die in the day and going to hell and warning after warning after warning has been given to they have heard preachers preach they have heard the singers sing all about hell and all about God they've been given warning after warning and they've not taken any heed they're disregarding the warning the ship disregarded the warnings that were giving message after message came to the captain They disregarded the message. He just brushed them off. And let me just say there's people today that have seen the work of God, seen the movement of God, and say, you know what? I want to live my life the way I want to live it. I'm not going to heed to the warnings that the preacher is preaching. I'm not going to heed to the warnings that the scriptures tell me what's going to happen. I'm not going to heed because I, I, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to do what I want to do. They might not have believed it then. But there's going to be a day everybody's going to believe it. The Bible says that every knee and every tongue is going to confess that he is the Lord of lords, the King of kings. Everybody's going to believe it then. Everybody's going to believe that day, but it's going to be too late. What list are you on? Lost or saved? Lost or saved? They had made their mind up. They were going to do their own thing. The captain said, full speed ahead. We're going through. We're disregarding all the warnings. Uh, Christians, let me tell you, sinners are doing the same thing. They're disregarding the warnings that have been put out before them. And they're going full speed ahead. And they're heading straight to hell. They were prideful in their direction that they were going. Not only that, they played with what destroyed them. I read this account of one passenger. Said when they hit the iceberg, they did not realize they had hit an iceberg. They didn't realize that a gash had been ripped in the side of the ship. 
And the iceberg was so huge out of the water, but it was more under the water. And they said when they hit the iceberg, it shook the top of the iceberg and ice fell down on the deck. People said, hey, they start playing with the ice. They start kicking the ice. They was throwing the ice back and forth. Some, they said, even grabbed the ice and picked it up and dropped it over the side of the ship to watch it fall down and splash in the water. And they just want, they are having a great time with something that's just destroyed them. Sin is the same way. Sin said, hey, there's pleasure in sin for a season. Now let me just say this. Uh, a lot of people playing with sin. Uh, they're living in sin. Uh, and they think, hey, uh, I'm not going to be hurt. Uh, this can't hurt me. Uh, I'm quite sure when the ice fell on that deck uh, of that ship, they said, hey, uh, it's just an iceberg. This ship cannot be sunk. Uh, God can't even sink this ship. Uh, we're just playing with the ice. We're having fun. We're going to do what we want to do. We're going to live our own life and sinners are saying the same thing today I'll play with sin you know what you play with sin long enough it'll burn you you play with sin long enough it will kill you they were playing with the very thing that destroyed them sinners have been warned preachers have warned them They had fun with the ice. But when they got into the icy water, it wasn't fun anymore. Listen, when you take that first drink, you lose your purity. Amen. When you take that first drug, you lose it, your purity. When you put that thing in your mind, your things in your eyes, you lose that purity. You cannot get those back. It's gone. It's gone forever. You cannot get it back. What you're playing with, what you see, what you take, you cannot get it back. Some things look good up front. Some things look real good up front. But there's always a price tag down the road for it. Jesus said, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Can you imagine the people hearing the warning but did not take them? Just so they could have fun. Just so they can have fun with their friends. They're doing their own thing. They're not going to pay for the consequences. They're saying, I'd rather have fun with the world than Jesus Christ. People are living that way today. You realize people can live a long life, and I mean a long life, and die. And stand for a holy God. And price be paid for their sins and cast into the lake of fire. Thinking I've messed up. I've messed up. 
There are people sitting in church today. And I mean, I'm saying they're sitting in church every Sunday, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night, and they're worshiping, singing God, but in their mind it's gone away. They're not serving God. They're not living for God. They're doing their own thing. They're not taking God serious anymore. And let me just say, there will become a day when they stand before God and they're going to be on that list of lost or saved. I can remember the time I was lost and undone without God or His Son. I was on my way to hell. They've heard the warnings and they disregarded the warnings. Can you realize Adam and Eve showed us that we cannot play with sin because it will kill you. It will kill you. Some of them were plucked from death. Two-thirds of the passengers died in the watery grave that night. The Bible says, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there which go in thereof. And narrow is the gate which leadeth them through life. And few there be find it. There were more dying than got life. They say when they hit that water, some ended up in lifeboats. Some of them ended up in the cold water. And they said in that temperature, I read the temperature, the temperature of that water on that night, they estimated the temperature to be 28 degrees. There's a place in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. You really need to just go there. It's called Wonderworks. You cannot miss this thing. It's a house that's upside down. So you look at the house, it's upside down. You go inside, everything's upside down. But inside this place, Wonderworks, they got all kinds of things to do, all kinds of scientific experiments, all kinds of rides, all kind, every, everything you could do in that. And they tell you, take about three hours inside this place. It'll take you that long going through there. And one of the attractions in there is this basin sitting in there. And they've got this generator, this pumpy water. And it's actually at the temperature of the water that those are in the Titanic that night. And the sign on us says, put your hand in here, see how long you can last. People have said they've put their hand in the water up to the wrist, and most of them says about nine seconds they're pulling their hands out because it starts hurting to the bones. They'll try it again. They said they'll put their hands in it again, and about nine seconds it starts hurting to the bones. Uh, and I got to thinking about that. Hey, what about those that fell in the water? What about those who jumped in the water? They weren't in there for nine seconds. Someone was in there for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and you imagine that 28 degree temperature water all over them up to their necks. Uh, it didn't take long before them to succumb to the temperature of the water. It don't take you long to succumb to the temperature of sin in your life. It will bring you down. I can remember the day. I can remember the time 
I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Verily deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, and from the waters lifted me. Now saved am I. Can you remember that day? I've heard people say, well, I, I can't remember. I don't know. My mama said I was. My daddy said I was. Let me just say this. If you was in that ice of water and somebody came along in that rowboat and that lifeboat, hey, you were there yelling and somebody came by and snatched you up out of that cold icy water and put you in that lifeboat, put a blanket around it. You can't remember that day. I can remember the day I got saved. I know the day. I know the time. You ought to know the date and time you got saved. Well, I think mom and daddy said I got saved. You better not go on what somebody else said. You better know in your heart that you got saved. Amen. There was a passenger on there. I imagine if you think real hard, you probably know who his name is. His name is John Harper. Ring a bell. Don't ring a bell. Oh, let me just inform you who John Harper is. John Harper was a minister. He was going to the United States to preach in the Moody Institute. He was going to preach there. It was just him and his daughter. He was a widower. His wife has passed away, so it was him and his daughter. He's on the ship. And they've said that, PD people said that he would go up and down the halls and uh, the, the galleries in there, and he would talk to people, are you saved? Are you a Christian? Everybody on the ship knew who he was because when they saw him, they tried to run away. But you can't go for so far on a ship. And when the ship hit the bar and they got the word abandoned ship and what they did, uh, he grabbed up his daughter and he ran to the lifeboat and he set her inside that lifeboat and kissed her and said, I'll see you in heaven. And he said that he was, uh, he put his daughter there and he knew he was going to die. He was going to go down and they said he was running up down the halls uh, of the ship. Women and children and the lost Go to the lifeboats. Go to the lifeboats. Women and children and the lost go to the lifeboats. His ship went down here and then somebody grabbed a hold and told him, shut up. Stop calling him that. And he was looking at the guy and the guy didn't have a life jacket. He said, John Harper took off his jacket and gave it to him and said, son, you'll need this a lot more than I will. He went down, he went down in the water, the ship went down, and John Harper's still in the water, icy cold water, and as he goes by somebody, he yell out, Hey, are you saved? He said, Believe in God, thou shalt be saved. One guy, four years later, they had a reunion with the survivors of this in Canada. And they were standing giving testimonies of what their story was, how it happened and everything. This guy, Mr. Webb, stood up and says, I'd like to say something. He says, I am the, known to be the last convert of John Harper. 
He says, I was in the water and I was clinging to this board uh, and I, I, it was just cold and I, I didn't know what was going on. And he said, he come floating by and says, hey, are you saved? He said, no, I'm not saved. He says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. He said, about that time, wave pushed him out. He didn't see him no more. And all of a sudden, he said, all of a sudden, a wave brought him right back to him. He said, hey, are you saved? He says, no. He said, believe and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ with all the heart and the mind, and thou shalt be saved. And he said, the wave took him out. He said, he never heard from him again. He said, at that moment, I bowed my head. I gave my heart and my soul to the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, about that time, a lifeboat came by and picked me up. He says, I am probably known as the last convert, John Harper. I got to thinking about that. Man, what a way to go. Here is the guy, he knows he's dying. He is just, he's, he says, every to the last breath, he's trying to get somebody into heaven. And I imagine by the time he died, he didn't know if that young man got saved or not. But I imagine he knows him now because he's in heaven. But think about this. What are you telling those that you come in contact with? Are you saved? No. Believe in Jesus Christ with all thy heart and thou shalt be saved. Wouldn't it be wonderful? Wouldn't it be wonderful? To meet your last convert in heaven. Somebody run up to you and say, hey, do you remember me? No, it's been a long time. No, I don't remember you. Hey, you came by my way. It wasn't long after you came by my way and I heard that you had died and you witnessed to me and you said, hey, are you saved? And I said, no, I'm not saved. He says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ with all thy heart and thou shalt be. I believed. I trusted in God. I want to tell you right now, you saved my soul by telling me about Jesus. Jesus, wouldn't it be wonderful somebody ran up to you and hugged your neck? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for witnessing to me. Thank you for being a man or a woman of God. We're living in a world today that you don't hear no more. Are you saved? We don't say that no more. We don't, you don't hear anybody say, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ with all thy heart, and thou shalt be saved anymore. On this day, in Revelation 20, on this day, it's only two categories. Lost or saved. Lost or saved. Let me say this. You can go from one category to the other. You can go from one category to the other. You could be saved and become lost. Or you can be lost and become saved. But don't wait. Don't wait till the icy water gets you and pulls you down. It will happen. Saved or lost. Saved or lost? Let us pray.